little bit of A, a little bit of B. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So they're going to get divorced, and the heartbreak is going to kill him. That makes sense, honestly. That that kind of tracks. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that that happy thought is out of the way, yeah, let's uh, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. All right. Give me a second. Well, 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 well. This <laughs> night. <laughs> That's our new intro. I, I hope that's not our intro. That's better than the ball being thrown or or Griffin doing his whole thing where he tries to present like we're a real podcast. Or uh, or any of the like lo-fi beats that Thomas and I decide on each week. Instead, we're just going to do his lo-fi beat. That is, do it again. I don't think he can. He just... Listen, I... I want to immediately jump into it, but I can't because that makes me last too hard. What I could do is just cut it and, you know, it's fine. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that. All right. I'm way behind on that. On Always Sunny? Yeah. I, I uh, I've got a few to go. I haven't listened in a I usually, long time. I, I like to watch the episodes. I like to watch it. It's a good visual podcast. Okay. All right. Get boots. Boots, get boots, get boots, get Welcome back to the List Night Podcast. My name is Griffin Queen, and as always, I'm joined by Andrew Simon and Thomas Albert. Uh, if you're tuning in to watch the video podcast right now, appreciate you. Make sure you click that like button. Make sure you comment below based on the title, whatever list you would come up with. Uh, if you're not currently subscribed to us on YouTube, make sure you click that subscribe button. If you're listening to us on Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening, uh, click the follow button so you're always updated whenever we're coming out with a new episode. And if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, feel free to rate and review uh, so that people that are not you can find the podcast. Uh, that's it. That's the spiel for the beginning. This week, we're going to be doing things we'd recommend. Uh, this topic was suggested by Thomas. He specifically wanted this title. Uh, so I assume there's some reason why he wanted this over some you know, synonyms or some similar titles that we came up with. I don't know. We're going to find out. He's going to go first. I'm going to go second. Andrew's going to go last. Thomas, it's your idea. It's your topic. I'm going to leave it up to you. There's a lot of buildup for a very subpar list I'm about to give. Um, I, just I would like argue the that's the case for almost all of your lists. I, I wish and this I had, podcast as a whole. I wish I had put the time in and made this like a funny, entertaining list, but these are just things I recommend. So... <laughs> Just very simply, just things you would recommend. <laughs> just, recommend. Just off the bat, to any listeners that are listening to this right now, Thomas is already telling you it's not going to be funny or entertaining. So you can just click out. Go go listen to your other preferred podcast. Skip ahead. I, I will say real quick before you jump into it, uh, like this 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 topic kind of reminds me of how we used to treat the Facebook list night days sometimes. Like there'd be a lit, like I would literally put like things I'd recommend and then I'd be like yellow starburst, uh, be kind to others. <laughs> Like it's just like talking to Griffin. (laughs) I I didn't say be kind to others, but that was was definitely not on your list. No, no, but like something like that, where it's just like these things are so different, but they somehow fall under this one (laughs) umbrella topic. Yeah, yeah. I just I the first person who has list night on their things that we'd recommend list, you lose. All right, we're not here for self promotion. That's fair. We're, we're absolutely sponsors. here for self-promotion. I don't know Number what five, we're self-promoting because this is the thing that we would be promoting. But yeah, we if, I can, if I can pivot list night into something better, I absolutely will. Fair enough. Okay, number five. Um, I know many think it'd be Redbox. Great sponsor. It's not. Uh, my number five is half and halves. And by that, I mean uh, 
the drink that's half something and half Guinness. Uh, okay. These are delicious. Uh, if you're a, oh, Guinness has to be by itself. Go fuck yourself. It doesn't. You're not in Ireland. Fuck off. Most recently, I had a Narragansett Shandy, half and half Guinness. Fucking great. Fucking the Irish neighbor, they called it. Fucking great. Uh, so I recommend getting half and half, whether it's Guinness and a pale ale, Guinness and an uh, angry orchard cider, whatever, sure. or Guinness and something that your bartender recommends. They're delicious. I, I like that this is the first one on your list because literally the last time I saw you and we went out together, uh, I did order a, uh, what I order? I think a black and blue. Black and blue, yeah. Yeah, I ordered a black and blue. And the woman was like, yeah, I can definitely make that. And then she she didn't bring me either of the beers that were included in a black and blue. So I, I, don't, I don't think she understood what it was I was asking for. Also, on the same topic, I discovered recently, I didn't know this, so I'm going to tell on myself a little bit. I didn't know a black and tan was an offensive term. Yeah, uh, but apparently, yeah. if you go to Ireland and you order a black and tan, they're gonna kick the dog shit out of you. So yeah, you should you shouldn't. Why are all the Irish drinks like offensive? Like because they're all Irish based people. around like the IRA and things Terrorist. like that. <laughs> yeah, they're all based around bombings, apparently, bombings yeah. and weapons. Which I, I I don't think they're actually like I guess I in Ireland they'll just call it a half and half as as Thomas did. Um, I think yeah. all the names that people brought it over with were just designed to like mock the irish i don't know well it's also it's a very american drink like a black and tan half and half whatever you call it it is a very american thing because as americans we take what you have we change it we make it ours we just combine it with other things and we're like this is a unique creation you usually make it worse but in this case maybe better um Mm -hmm. I, i think i've had i think i've had one once and i don't remember what it was mixed with um yeah but i'm glad that you went with this because when you first said half and half i thought you were talking about the coffee creamer and i was like man this is gonna be a boring episode <laughs> five half and half four two percent milk three <laughs> almond milk <laughs> number one would be hazelnut hazelnut would be your first i'm into hazelnut right now it's what i'm into like right ha- Ooh, that's ha- not true like that's a not hazelnut true. like coffee I take, creamer i take it back i take it back uh chobani Kobani, Chobani, 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 yeah. uh, cookies and cream, or actually they have a Chobani oatmeal raisin coffee creamer, fucking mint. Okay. All right. I'm going to, you're going to, I'm going to listen back to this later and then I'm going to order it based, based on that. Cause there's no way I'm going to remember that you said that, but uh, on the half and half pick, <laughs> good, good pick. Not, not at all the way that I thought you were going to go with this, but Four things that you would recommend. I would agree with this one. This is this is a strong yeah. choice. Not a standard, uh, not a standard bar drink. Not one that you should order at a very busy bar either, because no, they are going to no. fuck up the uh, the the amount of beer, and yeah, they're also going to be very irritated with you. Yeah, I, I um, do now understand why you didn't want to call this episode life advice. Yeah, well, <laughs> life advice. Mix your alcohols. Yeah, yeah. We are in no position. To be giving life advice. I, that's what I thought right away. That's true. That that's uh, a good reason why we didn't call it that. Didn't think about it. Number four is um, this is because you guys you know love Harry Potter so much, fucking nerds. Uh, <laughs> number four is Grow the Magicians by Lev Grossman, and it's a uh, it's a book series, and it's 
and I say Harry Potter because it's kind of like even one of the reviews of it. It's like it's an adult Harry Potter. It, they have a TV it's show. A, yeah. They, oh, yeah. They do have a TV show on sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. But the books are really good. Um, they do drag a little bit at times. So I won't sugarcoat it, but it's a really good story. It has everything that you grew up with Harry Potter, but in adult forms and more. Not I want to say authentic, but I guess realistic in the sense of, you know, you know, if Harry was in The Magicians, everyone would hate him because he sucks. Yeah. So like the Harry, I, Ron, Hermione, Ginny, Love, Quadrangle is instead just a gangbang? Yes. I, well, I was going to say, I feel like I've read Harry Potter stuff in adult forms, but not not what you're describing. <laughs> Have you? Have you? <laughs> I, I, li- I lived with Matt for two years. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Matt is, is the rule 34 of people. Jesus. Uh, no, I just, I wanted a book on here and this is a book, uh, a series I really enjoy. Um, and I want people to know that I am a diverse person with who's culturally rich. Okay. But not, but I feel not... like the way you said that wasn't intelligent though. So like how culturally rich are you? I'm, I'm not smart. I mean, you you hopefully need to be well-read, diverse that way, and culturally rich because you're not diverse like physically, and you're not rich literally. So no, I'm, yeah, I am, yeah. You are, and you are of one <laughs> culture. You earlier talked about that culture. It's American. Accurate. Uh, can I jump in real quick and 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 yeah. just note that I think this is going to be one of those episodes, and I'm saying this to you guys, and I'm saying it to the viewers and listeners at home, where people are going to get irritated with us for not setting a criteria for this list ahead of time, because uh, two, uh, two picks in, and we have gone in very different directions. Okay, if, uh, if, uh, if the audience is 26 episodes in, and they're mad at us for this, then they <laughs> need to find another podcast. Like, yeah. Then they is- have more issues than we do. Right, yeah. right. They're, uh, they're just punishing themselves by listening to this. That's fine. Number three, <laughs> um, something I recommend to people. Um, this is something I'm I'm not particularly good at it, but I enjoy doing it sometimes because you get better at it, and it's I think it's a good thing for everyone to do because it's something everyone should be able to do in some form or another, and I think it's just rewarding too. I think be concise. I, I recommend people. You don't you don't get to say that. I you know monologues. I do. I do. No one on this three, pod gets to say that. I've had full three, on conversations just with myself on a pod with two other people. You're doing it right now. <laughs> My number three is to cook. I think everyone should cook. Uh, Even if it's basic, I think you should cook. And it's 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 a rewarding sensation when something turns out nice. And when it doesn't, you're like, I can do better. And then you can cook for other people and that's very enjoyable. Like I really like cooking for other people. I don't do it often because people don't trust me. I don't know why, but I, I think everyone should cook on some formal level. Yeah, th- this is a good one. I like this one. I also would recommend that. And it took me many years to get on board with it. I'm like, I'll live off ramen noodles and ordering Chipotle my whole, my whole life. And then it's just like, <laughs> no, no, it's, that's, it's not, not the best of ideas. And, uh, 
you're right. It is rewarding when you make something that's actually good. Um, I've, what, what I'll say about cooking, I'm still, I feel like I'm still at the point where I love to try new recipes, but I'm like, by the book, I'm like, if I, I'm like to the, to the teaspoon, I'm like, this better be exactly accurate. And sometimes like we'll, we'll be cooking and serve you like, just estimate or whatever. I'm like, I don't want to estimate because I'm going to fuck it up. But you estimate. See, I think I, with cooking though, like you're, you're supposed to kind of like, you know, a little bit more, a little bit less yeah. is fine. Like baking, I feel like is a science. You got to like do it exactly like yeah. measurements. Um, but like, that's, tell, that's where tell I think Cindy I need... queen that because that woman is just going seat of her pants all the time. Well, yeah, well, she's, she's, a, she's a magician. Yeah, that's true. You're right. No, I, I, I feel that Andrew. I, I mean, I'm not as anal about it in that terms, but I am anal. like, I like having a recipe. I'm not creative enough in the kitchen there's a couple things I can do just off the dome fair off the dome. (laughs) Like, like if I, if I'm making like a barbecue sauce or something like that's just kind of like whatever's there. But like, if I'm like cooking a meal, like I need the recipe because I need instructions. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I think it's really cool. And it sucks that Griffin not only has to make people drive him everywhere, but cook for him. Yeah. Well, that was, that was going to be my next point. It's like, I, agree that this is a great recommendation i personally i hate the act of cooking like i hate cooking anything from scratch i hate cooking anything from like one of those pre-built like meal kits or whatever i i hate cooking i hate getting ingredients. I, I just hate the entire thing i don't like even if i make something and i make it correctly like i get stressed out at the thought of somebody eating it because if I make something like I'll, I'll make the fucking grossest thing ever. And I'll be like, whatever, this tastes good. I like this. Cause I like everything. Like, obviously there's like levels to how much I like something, obviously something well-cooked I'm going to enjoy better than something that my dumb ass made from scratch. But like I can eat literally anything and enjoy it. Other people don't feel that way. So like I get anxious if I'm making anything for anybody, I just don't enjoy the process. I, I don't enjoy the result. I need to get there. I'm, you know, three weeks from 30. And if I don't get there soon, my significant other is going to stab me. Uh, but yeah, it's not my favorite. It's just not, it doesn't do it for me. I, I wish I just had money so I could hire a chef. Fair. Uh, see, my thing is like, I, yeah, I get it. Like it's, it can be nerve wracking if you're cooking for someone else. Like you want them, you obviously want them to like it and you know, but like if I make like something I made before, like if I make ribs and I make good fucking ribs and like everyone's like, oh, they're really good. I don't believe them because I'm like, tell me they're bad because then I want to make them better. Well, that's but that's kind of how I am towards a lot of like if anybody compliments anything I do, I just don't believe yeah. them. Yeah. And I'm when like, it comes it, to food, it really it's the kind of thing where it's like like a like it's it's an anxiety like i i i don't want to be mad at making food so i don't make food because i don't want to give somebody a meal that they're not gonna like because that's like the that's the worst that's how i feel about dating (laughs) you're the meal that they won't like so you're a snack dude it's okay the other other thing with like cooking for people though if you're like cooking for a party or something is if you do a good job and people like it then you could be assigned that food for the rest of your life like if they have a party or like this this with with, like my family events this is like been a thing 
for like decades is like they'll always ask like one person to bring the same thing and even if they don't like to cook it it's like well that's your thing yeah um i mean i think i, I up until this point i've always been like the ice guy so i didn't have to work <laughs> i'm the bud light guy like that's that's my role i show up with bud light <laughs> does anyone bought, want bud light no but i do so you're drinking bud light <laughs> yeah two good yeah. roles two necessary good roles yeah right. you need you uh, need light beer and you need ice I'll make the pigs in the blanket and we'll have ourselves a party, guys. We don't need anyone else. That's a great, great Sounds great to me. Yeah, that sounds awesome. New Year's 2015. Great night. It was a great night. All right. Uh, My number two. I don't know who needs to hear this, but someone does. Walk outside, you dumb idiot. Everyone should go outside every day. Oh, you dumb you go for yeah. a walk if you if you if you need to walk if you have a pet walk your pet whatever if you just need to walk three houses down and turn around and come back everyone should go outside and walk I, headphones on headphones off i don't give a shit get out of your house you dumb idiot that's it that's what, that's what i recommend go for a yeah, walk I, I i absolutely agree you know obviously we both have dogs so we have to get out and walk every day but even if even if you don't and you just can't live a completely sedentary life you got to be outside sometimes even if you have like anxieties or whatever like do it late at night if you have to um i've seen a lot of people refer to sitting is the smoking for our generation because of how sedentary our lives are and how much time we spend in front of computers and at, at office desks. And even what we're doing right now, we're, we're sitting, like none of us are at standing desks or anything like that. Um, we spend such an enormous amount of our time essentially developing, I think Andrew's about to turn his into a standing desk in the <laughs> slowest way possible. I don't feel like standing. Yeah, we spend an enormous amount of time <laughs> doing nothing and just getting outside and like go for 20 minutes, whatever. Yeah. Walk, walk half a mile and then walk half a mile back and you've done so much more activity than you would have otherwise. And you get fresh air and you work on your tan and it's just, you'll feel better. You will feel better. Yeah. I didn't feel like standing right now, but I was trying to prove you wrong that I am at a standing desk right now. I, I, I actually I knew that you were at a standing desk, but I mean like we, you weren't utilizing your standing no, desk. No, um, yeah, you're late. but we get but I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with this. This actually, this winter, there was like one or two times where it was like two or three days in a row where I realized I didn't go outside because there's a gym in my apartment building. So right. like, I, I didn't even feel like that lazy. Like I still worked out, but like just didn't go outside and I felt disgusting and awful. I was yeah. like, I need, I need to leave this building. Um, yeah, you get like great. clammy and shit. Yeah. Well, and, and like all, all that, but like also mentally, like e- even like, even if you don't think it's going to help you, just getting yourself out of the same place that you dwell on everything in and you just, just walk and again city suburbs whatever like it doesn't have to be a long walk but like taking your physical body and your mind out of the same areas and going somewhere different i i mean it does wonders yeah it doesn't I mean, solve problems but it's gonna make one you feel of, better one of my favorite responses on on social media right now when somebody is like super wrapped up into an argument that means fucking nothing or they're being creepy towards a woman or whatever is somebody will respond and be like yo touch grass like literally go be a human being because you're you're an insane person right now and not enough people do it they get too fucking wrapped up in the technology and shit that we're surrounded with constantly and it's super easy to do because all this shit is addictive but you gotta you gotta go breathe air grass is also addictive 
That's why I do what I do. Yeah, it's a lot of the drug crimes in this country are based around that. Number one uh, is a musician who I'm really into right now, and I think he's uh, he's really talented, and he brings a lot of good messages. And even when it's like a breakup song, it's pretty upbeat and it's happy. So while you're on your walks, you can listen to him. Uh, Ty Verdes. Oh. Um, he's a uh, yeah. I found him on TikTok a couple months ago, but he's he makes a bunch of music now, and he's just really enjoyable. Um, and like I said, it's just, it's happy go lucky, not go lucky, but it's like it's happy feeling and happy. It's good music to keep you upbeat. Are you getting kickbacks from his Spotify revenue, or is this, or is this not a, yet? But I'm promo? hoping he's like, hey man, come on tour, and I'd be like, I'm busy. You said you wanted this to be a sponsored episode, and I'm I'm understanding yeah. why. Why would you come yeah. on tour with him? Would, would, <laughs> would, would, would listen? Great be, question. Great question. Be, can we be the opener for a concert? I mean, everyone, every artist touring needs just like I don't know a comedy people. act ahead of time that's not that comedic. I just meant like people. Like I don't even want to be part of the show. Just how like, funny would that be if you were like a big name artist and you just decide that your opener is going to be like a podcast <laughs> and not just I mean, a podcast. There, there are podcasts pod, that, that do podcast live like shows. ours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a like a really, really, really small podcast that doesn't have an audience and like can't riff that well, and you just bring them out to like kill the crowd. I've been like you come up on stage and half the crowd is left. They don't even want to drink. Since episode one, I've been saying I can't wait for our live episode, and you guys keep pushing it back. We almost called this podcast "List Night Live," and then we were like, "Wait, but this is not live. Why would we do that?" (laughs) I I want I want to do it on a stage. Yeah. I want to be on a stage in front of a crowd. We could do like a virtual background live of a stage, or yeah, we could do it outside. Do it outside. Do it outside. I don't, in front e- of an audience. I don't even know when the three of us would even be in the same room together next. Uh, uh, there's that. a wedding that we're all going to. We literally just talked about it. We literally just talked about it. We did talk about it before this podcast. We are all going to be in the same place. <laughs> Which they might months. have a stage or at least a dance floor there. So we could go. So what we got to do, we've got to try and take over the, the like groomsmen speeches. As if we wouldn't already. And not at all talk about the wedding. As if the three of us won't be the <laughs> center of attention somehow at some point. Anyway, well, that's the hope. That's the hope. Um, yeah, I mean, a music recommendation. I'll always take it. Um, you're actually to get to get back to your pick. You are probably the person that I take the most music recommendations from at this point. You're, I think you're the only person that I have a shared Spotify, like whatever it's called when they like mash up your own music with each other. I forgot um, we had that. We do have that. Yeah, it's like the only playlist I listen to because you find more new music than I do these days. So it's like a bunch of anime theme songs for me and then the music <laughs> that you like for you. And, and it's working out great. Um, it's not great for you because, again, a lot of anime theme songs. But for, on my end of things, it's a lot of like, you know, relatively intelligent rap and alternative rock and shit. Um. Yeah, I forgot. You are the only person I have a playlist with, but I forgot we had that. I'm going to have to start listening to that again. Well, I mean, you probably don't need to, because again, <laughs> Fair anime, enough. anime theme songs, but maybe you're into that. I don't know, dude. J-pop. I don't even know. Yeah, it's well, like I said, good, good, good number one. I like it. I mean, no one cares. Work fucking harder. That's true. That's what they say. I hate this. This mug was like, if you're watching the video podcast right now, I have a mug that says, or if you listen to the audio podcast, nobody cares, work fucking harder. The kind of uh, 
shit that I was into when I was 23 and I thought working hard was like a personality trait. It's not. <laughs> it's fucking not. Like develop real personality traits. Your job is not your life. I looked at that site recently again because like I was going to, I've always like, they've got like, cool shit. One. Like they've got yeah, quality I, stuff. It's the same thing where I'm like, yeah, I work hard, but like. It's, it's that hashtag hustle culture bullshit that yeah. like, like when you're coming out of college, you're like, yeah, I'm going to work my ass. Off. I'm going to work like 80 hour weeks. And then they're going to pay me what I'm worth. And they, they won't, they, they won't do that. They're not going to yeah. do that. They have no reason to do that. I can't but also, say if they pay you what you're worth. It's not a lot of money. Yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah. I can't say I fell into the same trap out of college, but, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you were of the three of us, probably the best student. And the one most set up for success. So you made the most money out of college. And I just I maintained that life. I don't know. I Look mean, hashtag now. rising. Thomas rise. and I were like straight poverty out of college. We were like paying people to work for them. I think we actually, we were, we were interns. You dodged that bullet. Uh, I was getting paid slightly right out of college. <laughs> yeah. As I, an intern. <laughs> I, I was interning and then also working for the same company after work hours to get paid to make up for the internship don't do that this isn't all my recommendations list yeah this is things we would not recommend yeah Yeah, we will we'll do that pod unpaid internships would be my number one do not recommend i i think they'd probably make it on my list um but that'll that'll be another episode we'll get there eventually thomas give us your uh i never uh, never had unpaid internship because i'm an idiot number five um Half and halves, uh, Guinness mixed with other beers, uh, ciders, pale airs, shandies, whatever. Um, yeah. Number four, The Magicians by Lev Grossman. Uh, that is the first book, but it is a series. Also the show. I never really got into the show too much. Three. Brewing in, it's very attractive if you're into that sort of thing. Very true. pretty cast. Three is Cook. Um, I don't know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, meth, whatever. Just cook. Get in the kitchen, do something. <laughs> Um, two walk outside, you dumb idiot. And number one is uh, Ty Verdes, um, good singer. So it went, it went drink, uh, what was four again? Book, book, yeah, drink, object, recommendations for life, and then musician. So, yeah, there's no theme to this. They're recommendations, yeah, they're things we recommend. At one point, I was like, oh, I should give a movie, a show, a book, a song, or whatever. Then I was like, nah, that's stupid. How do you order that? I did that for one list, and you guys shit on me, so. I know. that's I didn't do it, because I'm not an idiot. You did do that, and we did shit on you. That did happen. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should give five recommendations of how to cook hot dogs. I'm like, that's played out. Everyone has the internet. (laughs) That's that's true. They do. They're not using the internet to watch this podcast, but they do, in fact, have the internet. (laughs) look up how to make hot dogs yeah we might pop up we might pop up all right over to me very different list uh and my number five kind of the inverse of a lot of or some of the things that, that that thomas said my number five is hire people to do the stuff that you don't want to <laughs> and really really like Yes, you could say, Griffin, you Uber everywhere instead of getting a driver's license. Yes, correct. Griffin, you get a lot of delivery food instead of making it yourself. Yes, also correct. The major thing that made me think about this, though, is the fact that I moved into a new apartment this past week. And we paid we paid movers to do, like, we did all the small stuff. We did all, like, the vast majority of our stuff. But we paid movers to do our couch, 
um, our bed frame, our mattress, our big TVs, like the stuff that would have been kind of a bitch and a half for Julia and I to do together. And everyone should do that once they're at a point where they, like if you're past 23, 24, and you have a little bit of money that you can afford to pay somebody, you know, four or $500 for a couple hours of work, pay them. Like save yourself the time, save yourself the effort, save yourself the potential back injury. You're not young anymore where somebody can convince you to do something for beer and pizza. So don't do something for beer and pizza. Just just pay people that can do it. I'm going to get you a coffee mug that says no one cares. Hire somebody. Fucking hire somebody. <laughs> no one cares. Pay for it, which I guess they could take to mean like escorts. But that's not what I mean. Mm. I, I took it this pick when you first said it to mean like be CEO of a place and then like hire and make everyone else do all the work. Also, well, also true. Like tr- truthfully, what you're saying, like if, if you run a company or, or you're a member of a company, you should hire people to do the things that you are not adept at doing. You should not be the guy working a hundred hours a week. Yeah. I think more broadly, like there's people who, specialize in some task that you might need done so like they're better at it than you so you know pay them for it obviously it depends on your situation but i i I get the sentiment especially like as we're at this point in our lives where it's like up until till this point it was it was like yeah we'll just help help out for beer and pizza or whatever you know and so it's like i i get that you know there comes a point where it's just like "Mm, no like i can buy my own beer and pizza like i'm yeah 30 years old like i'm good i i agree with this um there's also part of me that's like you know there are certain things that everyone should maybe not everyone should but like there's like if you own a house there are things you should be able to do right at the same time there are plumbers there are electricians there are masons there are carpenters like there are people who are trained and adept at doing these things so yeah why why wouldn't you hire them like that's that's what they do i think there's there's definitely a like a midline between like what you should know how to do and potentially give it a try yourself versus what you should go to an expert for so that you don't fuck things up worse like yeah, you might know some things about plumbing, but if you have an issue, if you're like in an apartment building or something and, and you correcting that issue could potentially fuck it up for other people, just hire someone to fix it. Like somebody. they know what they're doing. Pay the money and be done with it. Uh, can we pause? We sure can. Okay. <laughs> <on> to, uh... <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> on to uh, the fourth pick on my list. Uh, this is one that there might be some pushback on and, and, and a lot of people might recognize it from a very popular, uh, film from the late nineties. You should get into a fight. I think everyone at some point in their life, and it doesn't need to be like, you don't need to like jump somebody or like get into like a crazy, like fuck somebody up kind of brawl or anything like that. I'm glad you're not promoting jumping. I'm not promoting (laughs) jumping people, but I think everyone, male, female, whatever, at some point in their life needs to get in an actual fist fight with somebody because so many people have very unrealistic ideas of like how they would do in a self-defense situation or how they would react if somebody was like needling them at a club or a bar or what they would do. Like generally if they were put into a, you know, fight or flight situation, 
you kind of need to get into that at like a low stakes encounter, which a fist fight kind of is. And it's better to do it when you're like a teenager or a relatively young person, because odds are you're not going to like get super hurt. Do it early, get into a fight, maybe get into a few, find out how you deal with pain and how you deal with adrenaline. And then don't get in any more fights. Be a goddamn adult. Which is ironic advice coming from me. But yeah, that's why I can give that advice. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with Thomas here. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to react to this one. I don't know whether I agree with you or not. Um, uh, it's interesting advice to give teenagers. Um, (laughs) Like I know, I I understand like what the point of it. Um, I, but, but I don't. Like I don't know if your goal in that is so that they actually build self defense skills or so that they can learn more about themselves or like learn about yeah pain it's and, literally all of those things because like the you learn all of those things because i think the self-defense thing is a very valid point and like good um but i don't know that everyone has the personality to to that like that they need to get into a, a, a physical fi- a fist fight with someone in order to like learn about their own adrenaline and anger and like th- those types i'm not i, I don't know um, and maybe that's because I feel like I fall on kind of the opposite end of the spectrum than you on, on this, sure. or at least, <laughs> at least 14 year old you, um, so that's, year old me. <laughs> so that's why I'm struggling with it. There's like, you made some good points. I just don't know if I'm fully on board. Yeah. I, I, I can't say I fully disagree or fully agree. Like the current version of me is like, no fights are stupid. Like it's an easy way to get seriously injured or seriously injured someone without meaning to like you could just be like i'm gonna hit this guy once and then you blow out their eye but the younger me is like yeah i agree like you should know where you stand and i don't mean like your toughness but yeah you should you should and maybe there's other ways to figure it out i don't know but yeah you should know i agree with this like you should be aware of how you react to things and so if yeah, getting in a fight is how you realize like, you know, I can handle things or it's like, oh, I can't handle things. I need to do something about it. I, I don't know. Like, I, I can't sit here and say no, but I'm also like, yeah, fights are dumb. Part, part of it, part of me saying that you should get into, and I, I don't mean like you should be like going to bars and getting in bar fights or anything like that. Well, not after 25. <sighs> not after 20, really. But uh, like, I think part of the reason that I'm a, and I mean, it could be argued that I'm not a fully formed adult, but like part of the reason that I am a fully (laughs) formed adult is because I have been in fights and I have been in physical conflicts and I have no desire to get into them anymore. Like, because I am aware of the potential repercussions and I am aware that like fights hurt, even if you win a fight, fights hurt and fights are not attractive and they're not you know, something that people should aspire to be in, in public settings or like, there's so many downsides to them that if you can learn it at a point where like, 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 like as a teenager, like get into a fight at school or something like that, or or after school or whatever. Get suspended. Fuck it. Yeah, that's true. I never, I never got suspended for a fight, but that's true. You're the fighter of this podcast. Thomas is the lover. I'm I'm the wild card. 
Everyone knows this. <laughs> I don't think yeah, that's fair. That's I don't fair. think you're that's the wild fair. card. I don't think that's there's fair. a lover. That's fair. I, Thomas wants mm-hmm. to be the lover. That's why he's agreeing. Mm-hmm. I think if anyone's the wild card, it's Thomas. <laughs> Look at the outfit he's wearing. Uh, <laughs> Stand up, Thomas. Give, might, the people, that, give the people a show. Show them what a, your full outfit looks Honestly, like. that might be a wild card outfit, actually, now that I think it's about absolutely it. a wild card outfit. He came wearing like a like a hipster version of a UPS uniform. It looks like a, it looks like, um, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Back to getting in a fight. You look great. I, 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 I think my thing is, I think this is good advice for some people. And like Andrew said, uh, some people don't need this. Like, you know, I, so uh, yeah, I, I think this is good advice for some people. And then some people don't, don't need this. Like I, but I, what do I know? Um, I'm the lover. You know? You're the lover and or wild card. You're definitely the looks of the podcast, whereas Andrew's the brains. And uh, I don't know what I am. Mm. I'm the I'm the idiot woman that the, will never shut up, I guess. The, mu- the muscle, apparently. I'm, if, I'm, you're I'm the guy the, who always gets in the fight. Yeah, with, with the few men. I don't think I am the muscle, though. I think that's also no. Thomas. Uh, you don't wear sleeves and you get in fights all the time. You're the bodyguard. I get the let's, let's not spread the idea that I get in fights all the time. I, I mean, am ten out years of my ago, Whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Number three. Uh, this is one that there could. It's it's kind of flies in the face of how I initially envisioned this podcast. But have a hobby and don't monetize it. Just have something that you are passionate about that you enjoy doing for fun that has no financial, I mean, there's going to be some financial repercussions. Everything does, everything costs, but like largely doesn't have financial repercussions for you, positive or negative. Just do something for fun that you're not going to turn into work. And part of the reason I say this is because I was considering this sort of like work for a while and now I'm not, and it's more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I like this one. I like this one. Um, I've, yeah, like I, initially, I just think like you know, getting a hobby is good. But I think to your point, um, a lot of times, I think there's certain situations where you can find something that's not your career, and then y- you make it your career, and it works out for people. But but then there's other times where it like if you try to do that, it kind of like makes you lose uh, like the love you had for the hobby when it was just a hobby. So yeah, um, yeah. So it, I think it's a good point. It's like mean sports. Like I could have been a professional athlete, but I just lost the love, you know? Right, right. Yeah. I remember in high school, we'd walk down the halls and all the different varsity coaches would be like, Thomas, when are you going to lead us to States? And you'd yeah. be like, too busy being a lover, man. Just don't have time for it. And all, and all the be like, professional, Thomas, you're so, you're all the so professional sports. Yeah. <laughs> they would all, all, no matter what sport it was, they'd do like a, like they were throwing a football. Interest, oh, and they'd also th- swing a bat. Everything so, and all the all the professional teams in every league were just like literally throwing cash mounds of cash at you, yeah. and you were just like, "This is this is just all these recruiting violations that occurred just because of of Thomas." Like Calipari had to go to a different school because of Thomas Albert. No one knows I that. I lost the love. I lost the love. <laughs> yeah, got to do it love at, of the game. Look and look at you now. Now you're back to to love. Um, no, this is this is good. I and and I've I've said for years like I need a hobby, but like I never found something like I really enjoyed. And I didn't consider this a hobby, but like it, it is like, that's, that's what but you don't enjoy. 
No, I, let's, no let's, like, I would even go further than calling this a hobby. I would call it a passion project. I like when I was looking for a hobby, I was like, it has to be at Hobby Lobby. Like <laughs> it has to be like building trains or some something. Weaving baskets. Like that, a, a hobby could be anything. Yeah, yeah. it, it so, could be anything. Yeah, this is this is good. But also like, hey, man, make your money, you know? <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing is that and I think it's a generational thing, which is part of why this is on my list. Our generation, because there's a lot of income insecurity, is obsessed, like we mentioned with the Cubs, with hustle culture. Like w- everything we're doing, we're trying to monetize. And, you know, just have stuff that you do for fun. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, three out of the way. Number two on my list, one that two and a half of us have done, get away from your hometown. Andrew, no offense, but you are still relatively close proximity to our hometown. So Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't even give me the half. I don't know I'd give that. you the half. You know, you move from a suburban area to a major metropolitan area. You're, you're, you're away from it. But Thomas and I have now lived in each, probably like two or three different states than where we grew up. You know, you got to go see difference of perspective. You got to go meet people that grew up in entirely different situations than you. You might find things you like better. You might find things that you don't like that make you want to go home, but you should absolutely make the effort to get away from home because you don't, you don't know, you don't know what else is out there, especially if you grew up in like middle-class suburbia. I, uh, I'm going to start to say like, you could find out that you still don't know what you like. Like, you know, like the, yeah, like everywhere, no matter how similar they are, how similar places are, they're different. Um, But, you know, you might always end up back where you were. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you, you, it might not be better. The grass might not be green. Like you, you might move somewhere and not like like it better. You might find out that you really love where you grew up, but at least you have that perspective to understand what else is out there and know that being where you grew up is, is the right choice for you, which it is for some people. I'm not going to say it's not, but, but, you know, spread your wings a little bit. Yeah. Except for Andrew. I, Fuck that guy. I, I know. I mean, I, I feel like I agree with this strongly, surprisingly, even though I'm, I'm the half and you're two and a half and I would argue less than half. Um, but I, but I do agree with it. <laughs> I guess I'll just leave it at that um, because I can't speak more personally, but, but like just, I mean, travel in general, like as, as more broad is always, it's always like good. And, and, and I do think there's something different about living in a place for an extended period of time um, rather than just like going for the weekend somewhere. And at the very least you have done international travel, like you've gone to different continents. Yeah, yeah. Which yep. which many people never do. Many people will exclusively travel within a tri-state area or something like that. Which uh, obviously like, there's there's economic reasons for that, but like if you have the opportunity, do it. And like wherever you go or end up, just like I don't know, go walk outside, you dumb idiot. Yeah, go touch grass. You dumb idiot. That's really <laughs> going to get people on our side for this one if we call them stupid. I go touch I grass. Never said stupid. Touch grass, idiot, and walk all the way to a new city and reestablish your life there. Yeah, Mike, Mike posing your way across the country. Hopefully, <laughs> don't, you don't get bit. Avoid the snakes. Yeah, avoid, avoid the snakes. Yeah. You don't want to get like evac partway through, uh, but but give it a shot, right? 
All right. That's a pretty easy one. I don't think, I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people could push back on that one unless they're like obsessed with their hometowns, in which case I kind of think less of them. Uh, number one on my list. And this one very much does apply. To, there's a lot on this list that applies to, to, to you guys and, and our friendships. Stay close with <laughs> some of the people, us. stay close with some of the people you grew up with, but choose wisely. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. And that, yeah, we did not make the right. We had better options. We didn't realize that they were, maybe we did realize they were better options at the time, but we like, we just didn't put in the effort because we were too busy, like paying other people to do stuff for us and being shut ins inside and things like that. We should have done that. Um, we should have stayed friends with other friends, but this is what we're now reduced to. We've, we've surpassed her like seven years, right? Absolutely. We're stuck now. Yeah. You and Andrew definitely have. You guys have been friends for like, like I've known you for four years. Probably more than no. that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew definitely more than I had. And, and, and I've been I've friends with you guys men. for 11 years at this point, almost 12. Fuck. And I more meant Andrew and I and with you. Yeah. Andrew stuck with me at this point. <laughs> I know. We, I was going to say we had some we had some other uh, friends in elementary school that kind of fell off and moved away. And maybe if we had stayed friends with them, then our lives would be better. But we yeah, just, bless up for those guys. But instead, we just have us and the other people who stayed in uh, Flower Hill and, uh, you know. And Milk Creek. And Milk Creek. And Candlewood. Yeah. Uh, well, I was talking about elementary school, but yes. Yeah. But, but on, on, like, the seriously. When you grow up, you're going to make entirely different friends, whether it's college friends or work friends or friends or wherever it is that you move. And they're not going to know who you were growing up. They're not going to know who you were as a teenager. They're not going to know who you were when you were having a lot of the formative experiences in your life. I think it's important to have some some people that, you know, were there for those formative experiences because they can they're fully aware of like your evolution of a person. And you're always going to have a rapport with them that's different than friends you make you know, as a fully grown adult, because you're not, you're, there's a point where you're just not going to develop that much. No, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you should, Hey, if you leave high school and you're not friends with anyone from high school ever again, ain't nothing ever wrong with that. But if there, yeah, if there's people who have been with you and there's, there's, there's always something there, like you said, like your relationship my relationship with YouTube will never be the same as my relationship with someone I meet next year. Right. Even if I know them for the next 40 years, like, yeah, there's something about staying close to people who knew you and have stuck with you as you all change that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's something you should do. And even if they're toxic, you should stay with them forever. Preferably if they're toxic, be toxic together, drag each other down, drown each other in each other's insecurities. Shut the fuck up fatties. Um, <laughs> That's going to do so much damage. You know that's, that's going to really do so harsh. much damage. Yeah. Uh, and that's the way I want it. Um, it yeah, no, th this is, I, I mean, I, I obviously agree with it because I'm incapable of making friends as an adult. Um, so I, I kind of have to rely on previous relationships. But um, I, I guess I'm, I'm not torn on this because I completely agree with it. But I do think, like Thomas said, like, there, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't, force yourself to like stay friends with someone from your childhood necessarily you know everyone i'm not going to yeah. tell anyone how to have friendships you know sure. everyone's everyone's different um but but i mean i agree with everything you said and uh yeah it's it, it's it's it'd be tiring to try to put in uh work to 
have a rapport with new people like a rapport to the to the level that like we have you it's know, exhausting like, it's impossible like, i'm convinced it's impossible like i've met so many people over the you know past 10 15 years college dc well dc somewhat but the california phoenix whatever uh it is so hard to make friends that like are on the same wavelength as you when it comes to like conversation yeah 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 yeah. And and I'll say this about myself. Given my current living and work situation, there are people who come and go for part in the of the all year. women's hostel. Yeah. Yeah. So they're coming, they're they'll be here for six months or whatever, and like we'll be, you know, hang out all the time. Or they're leaving, whatever. So when people come like and they try to be my friend, I have to actually be like, oh, don't shut this down. You need friends. Because yeah. it's just when people want to be my friends, I don't trust them because I don't trust. Well, why would guys. you? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Gross. Yeah. Don't tell me my ribs are good. Don't tell me that. Right. And also like knowing the friendships that you've came from the two of us and some others, there's no way you're ever going to make an emotionally secure friendship with somebody going forward because you're like, we, like we said, toxic, we have poisoned that well forever. Do we think we have ruined each other worse than our parents ruined us? Yes. Yeah, okay. definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> My parents <laughs> tried so hard to do a good <laughs> job. <laughs> and arguably, they did a good job at the parenting part. I did a bad job at the being, 100%. Human being part. 100%. Have you seen our sisters? They're perfectly fine. That's exactly right. Everyone else in our families like checks off the boxes. And then there's us. Yeah. yeah oh shit yeah you guys being a younger brother okay it's us <laughs> we're the problem yeah uh, Without are, we still, are we still recording a podcast or are we uh just learning about something that we should have learned about years ago this is just like every now. other episode it's a therapy session so there's pe- people that have listened to this podcast have been like you guys very much treat this like therapy and we're like yeah because we're not gonna <laughs> go to therapy which is a self-fulfilling prophecy on how toxic we are. Yeah. Whatever helps. What am I going to do? Pay somebody else to tell me the things that you guys can tell me on Zoom? No, thank you. At number five. Yeah, number five. Number pay, five. People, pay people but to do I it. can get it from you guys for free. It's not the same. It's not the same. I would argue it's better because it's I free. Scratch up your I, 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 at least, I at least want some pizza and beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay right. all right that's true i do owe you pizza and beer all right let me get my recap real quick and then we'll uh close it out with andrew's probably not great list uh number five hire people to do the stuff you don't want to do number four preferably earlier in life get into at least one fight number three develop hobbies don't try and monetize them uh number two get away from your hometown or where you grew up and number one, stay close with at least some of the people you grew up with and choose wisely who those people are. Hey, move away from people, but stay close to them. Dude, we get on Zoom with each other probably every 14 days and we have an active group chat. We've had a group chat that has been active at this point, the same group chat in the same app. That's like not a good app for probably like eight years. <laughs> Like there's better apps, but we we have too much history with it. We literally have active. a spreadsheet of the history with it. Active is an understatement. Yeah. Do we do we know when what year that started? Twenty fourteen, I want to say, or twenty fifteen. It was it was 
we started it. I think this particular 15. chat, I think started my, um, or our last year of college yep. when I was in Arizona. Yeah. Our entire post college lives have been rig- rigorously <laughs> documented in that group chat catalog. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why Griffin was answering when our bookkeeper is on here. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Our secretary, our bookkeeper, our vice president, Andrew fills a lot of roles. Vice? vice? Yeah, because you're a silver plate guy. Of course, you're a vice president. He brings yeah. the ice. Give us your second place. I'm the list. vice guy and the ice guy. Okay. Um, yeah. My, <laughs> number five for me is uh, it has to do with travel, and uh, my my recommendation is do a walking tour. Um, a lot of a lot of times, cities they'll have free walking tours. Um, a website I like is Free Tours by Foot. Um, and I do this a lot of times, uh, like I did this multiple times when I would travel for work, work and I would just be there for like a couple of days. Um, uh, when I traveled internationally, whether it was like Australia or whatever, like there's a lot of good tours that, um, and, and tour guides that, that can really, you know, show you a lot of things that are interesting history wise, or just like food bars, like things that you might not know. Um, obviously you, you tip them well, but like the, the tour itself is, uh, is free. And, um, I just feel like a lot of times people go and travel and then they don't make a plan at all. And then they're just like, so what do we do? And they just Uber somewhere and then they Uber somewhere else. And then they saw like two things. So this is something I highly recommend. I like how you um, look at the, the two places that you want them to show you are food and bars. <laughs> oh. Not like the history of an area. I said history not first. Like, not like important landmarks, but food and bars. Well, I said history first. So definitely the history and uh, yeah. and and all the his, historical buildings and things like that. Yeah. But but yeah, you know, you're you're absolutely a walking tour kind of guy. Like yeah. someone I, could I, meet you day one, and they'd be like, "That guy goes on walking tours." I I can't I can't say this is something I actively do, but I I I, I think this is a good one. Um, it's something I probably should have done more when I moved different places. Uh, so no, th- this is a good one. I, I'd say, I also think what's cool in a lot of cities is the, uh, tour buses that you can get on and off on for the day. I think that's yeah. pretty neat for some, some of us have short legs. We're a little fat we don't like walking. <laughs> okay. You got to scuttle everywhere. Uh, the only walking tours I think I've ever done were bar crawls. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <Me> do <too. laughs> I mean, too. I will, I think maybe the three of us or at least two of us did one in Annapolis once where they, it was, it was a little bit of a bar crawl. We went to a couple of different breweries, um, but they also took us through some major parts of Annapolis and gave us like the history of those parts of Annapolis. So it was kind of a combo of the two. That was a lot of fun. Definitely the kind of thing I'd do again, but I don't really have any experience doing it in, in other cities. I, I, I will say, I, I think I do. I like this a lot. Yeah. It's and a if smart I move one. somewhere, it's definitely a smart one. If I move somewhere new again, I, it's something I'll do to learn the area. Or even if I move somewhere old again, I might do it just, you know, just to point out things they're wrong about. Go, go yeah. back to Durwood, Maryland and be like, all right, show me the hot spots. This wasn't on my list, but I feel like sometimes being a tourist in your own city is a good idea. You got to do it every once in a while. But, Absolutely. Uh, you should. Just, yeah. I mean, I used to do in my first few years in D.C., even though I knew D.C. pretty well at that point, just wander around, you know, find yourself in different places that you don't usually hang out. Yeah. Right. Andrew, uh, you should start a tour company and I'll come on half the tours and just argue with you. That's that's is fair. that the content people are looking for? I guess that's the spot like, like walking. This guy's wrong. <laughs> what yeah, like I've never seen someone argue against a tour guy. 
Yeah, it'd be new and exciting, and we'd see who would get more tips. That yeah, I don't be, think you would get any tips. That'd be fun. Uh, we should we should do like a dueling tour company, and we yeah, just and like, I, we I'd be we, like, <laughs> yo, fuck this guy. I'm the new tour guy. That doesn't this know what the fuck sounds like about. you guys are monetizing a hobby. <laughs> And, and then, then we, as we're walking, we're just yelling at each other. And then Andrew whips out a megaphone some, somewhere he stashed it. And I'm like, oh, no. And then we he just whips out a megaphone. People then, didn't find the megaphone ahead of time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My backpack is now an amp and I have a microphone. Like, I, I don't know. We and can then, do some things. And then we get into a full ass fist fight, which builds character. Number it does four. build character. <laughs> teaches you a lot about yourself. And we're walking outside. Number four is my uh, one item on my list. I had mostly, I mostly went with the advice route, but. Um, I, my number four is alert. is candles, <laughs> candles, or just or or maybe advice use candles. You fart a lot. That's a good one. I, You're that, a stinky boy. I no, I I'm not. I'm not. I'm <laughs> no, not. No, I'm not. I, I am not, and I do not. But I will. Say, <laughs> I, I will say I feel like this. If if we were like your your fight advice is for teenagers, like I feel like this is good advice oh, yeah. for single guys. Yeah. Use candles. I, candles are great. Um, <laughs> candles are great. And those are awesome. And I needed to be told this advice. Like it, I feel like a lot of times like single guys will just like wonder why women's apartments always smell better than, than their apartments. And like, I'm sure there's a number of reasons, but like, but but candles are a big one. It's just like, who doesn't want to, when you walk into your house or, you know, wherever you're going, be greeted by a nice aroma. And I feel like it's such a simple way to do it. And just like buy candles. Yeah. I think you got me this one. Andrew? Yeah. You got yeah. me a candle for Christmas. I, weirdly, I actually... Buy candles and then re-gift them to your friends. It's funny. No, I, I had... I, didn't I like got that like, candle. I got like two candles like last year or something. And then weirdly for Christmas, I like one from you and I think one from my mom. Like I, I got like three candles this Christmas randomly. And I was like, oh, now I have a lot of candles. This is cool. Yeah. yeah Dude, I, candles, I totally having a lot, lot of candles is the best because you never feel like you're running out of them. And you're like, all right, well... Just switch them out. Got one in every room. Uh, I I fully agree with this. Yeah, no, it's it's a great one. I will add one thing to it. You know, you can take it, you can leave it, whatever. Uh, Get external uh, opinions on the candles that you buy. Like like if if you're going to a if you're at like a store or something like a Bed Bath and Beyond or whatever, and you're buying candles, ask somebody else how it smells too. Because some candles they might smell really good, especially like while you're at the store. But it's the kind of thing that's going to like someone's going to come in your house and they're going to have a migraine within like two minutes. Like there's some sense that smell really good in a really brief vacuum that you should not have in your house. So advice I got from someone who used to work at a candle shop years ago is when you're in the candle shop, don't smell the candle, smell the inside of the lid. I don't remember why, but that's what she said you're supposed to do. Thanks for the demonstration. Yeah, I, I appreciate you showing I us. I also what that wanted to smell like. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, good, good, good pick, good item pick on a list that I didn't think was going to have any items. Yeah. All right, number three has to do with working out, and it's it's just kind of don't do it. Find well, yeah, but find something. Um, honestly, I, I I was going to say find something you enjoy doing, but even more basic than that, find something 
like so simple that you know you will do especially if you're like trying to get into working out like just like commit to like don't worry about like doing something that's like going to be a two hour long hit workout like just do something that's like 20 minutes and you you know that you're going to do it every day i feel like that is so much more valuable than like doing some crazy ass workout that you end up doing like once a month because you just are too lazy to do it um so just like find something that you know you can make a routine out of i uh as someone who's terrible at building routines and habits Something I tell myself often to go with this because I only realized it in the last like I don't know year or year and a half and it's clearly not working. But something is better than nothing. So like yeah, I I fully agree. Like even if even if you're not doing an hour workout, if you did ten push-ups and you walked outside, you dumb idiot. Like that's something that's better than if you didn't do any of that. Yeah, I I haven't been as good about it as I used to be. Although I've recently started doing it again. But I used to try and gamify it where like if the Nats lost the game, I would go for a run. And if they won a game, I would do, you know, some sort of body weight thing. Or now if I'm watching a game, like if I'm going to sit on my ass for three hours or like put a game on during the workday or something like that, I'm like in between innings or in between at bats or something like that, do five or 10 pushups. Just find a way to turn it from working out into just like, like you mentioned, like a routine because motivation is fleeting. Discipline is the kind of thing that you will do all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I feel like during the early part of quarantine, like I, I felt, um, good physically when I literally would do like a, a, not even like a 10 minute ab workout every day, but like, I, I literally didn't miss a day and it, it, it wasn't that hard to do. Um, but it's just a matter of like actually getting into that routine. It's just like, it wasn't that hard to do because I knew it was only going to be 10 minutes. It wasn't like, I was, I was dreading, like, I gotta, you know, do this for the next hour or whatever. It's just like, eh, 10 minutes. uh, If it sucks, it sucks, whatever it'll be done. So, and, and then, and then, you know, ideally you build up, you know, if you want to do more, you do more, but like, I think it's just key to just like do something that's not too daunting that it like scares you away. Just like find something that, you know, you, even you would be willing I, to do. I think that's the biggest thing you said, like not too daunting. Like when you're starting to work out again or whatever, like you have to do something achievable and something you can do. Yeah. That way you're not discouraged because yeah. if you just go to the gym and try to do what you used to do 10 years ago, I mean, I've learned that lesson. I can't yeah. do that. <laughs> I, I've, I've, you would think I would learn that lesson permanently, but I've learned that lesson a few times is that I go to the gym I can't do what I used to do when I was strong and, you know, working outside all the time fighting. And then I get you like, you get anxiety because you're like, I'm weak. I look stupid. I can't lift a weight that I used to be able to lift. like. And, and even people that like have been like lifelong athletes or have worked out their entire lives or whatever, you feel like people are paying attention to you when they're not. Yeah. But like the gym can be a very intimidating place. So do stuff at home and, and build up to it or, or go jogging at night. If you're in a safe area or in early in the morning, whatever it is, like get yourself to a place of comfort before you turn it into a, a public thing. If you have to. Yeah. Cause Tom, cause Thomas, no one's throwing cash at you anymore to play for their no, team. Okay. They're, they're not. They're well, you, not. You, know you, what? you walk by you the varsity coaches so many and they guys just... down that they were like, before... we're not going to waste money on the recruiting trips. <laughs> Before my intramural softball career ended by a just tragically blown out knee, uh, I asked my roommate at the time, who's, you know, a little personal trainer stuff. I was like, I was like, dude, like, I used to be athletic. Like, how can I get back there? And he's like, 
how many sports do you play in high school? And I was like, all of them. And uh, he was, it was like, it's, 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 it's that mindset of, yeah, you used to be athletic, but that's because you were playing a sport every season, yeah, yeah. four seasons a year. Like, you and things softball. also didn't hurt back then. <laughs> exactly. Like, like you lose it. So to try to jump back into yeah. it, like long story short, like, again, like simple is better. And then you build up. So, yeah, I, I fully agree with this. Like, you keep it simple, stupid. Walk outside, you dumb idiot. <laughs> Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah. All right. Number two is uh, just simply don't get complacent. And I think that applies to a lot of things in life. It could be about a career. It could be about uh, a hobby, trying, you know, trying new things. Uh, it, 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 it can be about ordering food every day and then, you know, learning to cook. Like, I feel like it, it kind of applies to a lot of the things we've talked about already, but like, I feel like the issue is when you get complacent, especially when you're just comfortable and uh, you just, you, you stop growing or you stop learning new things. Um, And then, you know, before you know it, your life passes you by. It's got depressing. Yeah. (laughs) There's, there's a depressing undercurrent to this entire thing because so many of the choices that we made on it are based on things that we did not do or that we're not doing or that we regret not starting earlier. So, I mean, that's, that's the list night way. The depressing undercurrent I think is why people continue to tune in. Yeah, uh, Verde's is very happy songs. That's you one out of thirteen things, fourteen things that have been said now. I have an alcohol drink on here that's two beers in one. Yeah, you drink the pain away. Yeah, you push you it down with brown. Um, I you know this, this, I, yeah, I, they're, they're, I went off the rails with it. This was not meant to be. No, that I mean this is a it's a good one. It's a good yeah. one. There, there, there is, there is. You got to find your sweet. Everyone needs to find the sweet spot of out of your comfort zone, but still, you know, comfortable enough where you're able to be there, you know? So yeah, don't get complacent, but I'm also like, I, I don't like to put myself in, uh, no one likes to put themselves in uncomfortable positions. Like, like uh, there's something to be like, yeah, you don't want to be complacent, but it's okay to be in your comfort zone and still growing. Yeah. I was, uh, I was talking to a client on the phone a couple hours ago before we started this. Sex and- client. They were asking me because he knew that I had moved to California and that I had another recent move within California. And he was asking me why I moved to California because he knew that I loved DC. And part of the reason that I so badly wanted to move to California was because I knew that I was becoming complacent in, in DC. And I had become so comfortable that if I did not leave soon, I was not going to leave. And not that that's necessarily a bad thing to love a place that much, but when it feeds into like a culture of laziness and it, it allows you to kind of just do the same things and see the same people and go to the same places all the time, like that complacency will eventually eat you up and you're going to have a lot of time that you're like, I wish I did this instead. And that's not, that's not to say that I'm not complacent about things out here, but it's also like a forced change in habit uh, when, yeah. when you're not surrounded by things that you know. Right. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, like the move is a great example of it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a more of a life advice one. And I have to remind myself that constantly, cause I wouldn't say I was, I'm like the beacon of, of, you know, of going out of my comfort zone all the time, you know, or whatever, <laughs> but yeah. Um, or you're, you're not the beacon places. of a lot of things. I'm not, I don't I'm know, man. Just, you, you, 
You I'm go just, on walking tours. I'm just not a beacon. Yeah. Uh, the only okay. thing that you're a beacon for is like other University of Maryland people because it's that and DC shirts <laughs> are the only things you wear. Number one for me <laughs> is uh, go fuck yourself, Griffin. <laughs> number one is do things by yourself and learn to enjoy doing things by yourself. Um, I feel like I've always, maybe not always, but like definitely for the last five, six, seven years, I've been like a person who enjoys like exploring things or like just doing something on my own, um, which I feel like some people are just like terrified to do that, whether it's like something as simple as like going out to a bar or going out to eat or like going to see a show or like doing something that you might enjoy doing, but like you don't have any like, and like other, like your friends are busy that day or like, it's so like, you know, if you can't find someone to go with you, you, you know, a lot of people will just be like, eh, I'm not going to go at all. I feel like it's a good thing to not be afraid to just do something by yourself. Um, even if it's something bigger, like travel to another country by yourself, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I just, I, I feel like I've gotten a lot out of doing that. And I feel like whenever I talk to other people that do the same, they, they, they say the same thing. I would, I would absolutely say that you and Sarah, your girlfriend are two of the primary examples of people that are able to do things by themselves and have a good, I mean, you both, you've been to, you've both been to foreign continents by yourselves. Um, like you're both very good at entertaining yourselves. You, you always have been from my experience with you. And, and I assume Sarah probably always has been as well. It's a really, really good skill to have that a lot of people don't have because you're never really forced to learn it until you get to the point where you are by yourself and then people shut down. Like a lot of people just don't develop the skill. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not, I mean, I'm not great at it. There, there are certain things I'm good at doing. Like I got no issue going to movies alone and you know, shit like that, but. I love a movie by myself. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I mean, like. Don't I mean, ask me any for, fucking questions. But like for someone who has moved to a couple of different places and often not knowing anyone, like you think I'd be better at doing things alone, but I'm really not. Um, I, I wish I was though. So, I, I mean, I agree with this one because I, I think, I think it's something everyone should be able to do or be comfortable with on some level. And then, you know, it's just about getting yourself more. Yeah. And I, I think it's like, for me, it's more just about like, not, not being like hesitant or like afraid to do it because like there there's introverts and extroverts. You can do something by yourself with the goal of like, oh, I'm going to talk to people and meet someone new on, on this adventure by myself. Great. Or you can be like, I'm not interested in that at all. I'm just going to go and enjoy this new restaurant that I really wanted to try. And like, I, no one yeah. should bother me. Fine. Like w either way, like it, it's more just like, you know, don't, you know, just not, not to be hesitant or, or afraid to do something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm much better at the introverted version of it. Like if I'm by myself, I'm much better at just doing my own thing and having a good time and going out to dinner by myself and blinders. And, yeah. And, and like, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy being able to kind of shut my brain down to whatever's going on around me, but I've also always said, and, and there's also flaws in that because I'm not very good at, doing things socially by myself. I've always said that if you give me one person that I really know, whether it's one of you guys or my sister or Julia or somebody like that, and I go into a social situation, I need one person. And odds are by the end of the night, I will make friends with everybody there. 
and I'll probably be one of the louder, more like boisterous people there. But if I go by myself, like people are going to think they're not going to know what my voice sounds like. They're not, they're not going to know anything about me. Um, If I have someone to play off of, I do great. If I'm by myself, I don't know how to develop that rapport with somebody that I don't know. That's that's a hundred percent how I feel. I, I was talking to someone about it yesterday. I was like, yeah, put me in a group of people with yeah one person that I can play off of sold. But you put me in a group of people like I'll talk, but like, I, yeah, like it's, it's like, yeah, when you have someone that you stayed close with from your childhood and from your hometown, he's going to do no, it. Like, he's going to put them it, together. <laughs> no, but yeah, boy, it, it's so, this is off topic now, but yeah, when you can play off somebody, it makes everything so much better. But yeah, do things by yourself, you fucking loser. <laughs> I, I have like a full personality shift when I go, like I'm quieter. Yeah. I'm, I'm very polite. Like, not that I'm not polite normally. I, I like to I like to believe that I am a very polite person. I'm really person. a nice person. When but, but, but that's the idea that people get at me is that I'm like a nice, quiet, polite guy who doesn't talk very much. And then they meet you. And then they see and then- me in like a group <laughs> setting and they're like, that's a different personality. And it's, oh, it's literally a like a bash. flip a switch, but, yeah. but I, yeah, I mean, one, that's something that I need to be better at is, I think, is being solo. I think all three of us are pretty similar in this regard. And yeah. it's probably because, you know, we grew up with each other and ruined each other. That's probably why. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. Griffin is talking to me too much. Cause he just said a, a flip is switched and isn't it a switch is flipped. A switch is flipped. Yeah. 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 I did say, say a, flip flip is is switched. Switched. a flip is switched. I like <laughs> yeah. that. I'm getting real dumb, guys. I'm getting real stupid. Real dumb. All right, let me give my my recap of um, things that I recommend. Number five is uh, walking tours, especially free walking tours uh, in new cities or whenever you're traveling somewhere. Number four is candles. Buy candles. Number three is um, for working out, find something that's easy enough that you, you know you'll do and make a routine out of. Um, number two is don't get complacent. And number one is learn to enjoy doing things by yourself. I, I really like your list. I'm not saying I don't like your list. It just really cracks me up that it's like this really insightful list about like personal and growth. Candles. And then number four is candles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's not I like buy think. candles and put them around your house or like develop a collection of candles. It's just candles. It's funny because I had not- my at. Ed- I had my advice list and I had my items list and I was like, I literally like, I have like all this like profound shit. And then I have like Trader Joe's cookie butter ice cream, (laughs) (laughs) which I think has made it on one of your lists. It's already made it on the list, which I didn't make it on this one. Uh, People, people would expect this. There were things like my number one was going to be a hot rod, but it's been on the list before. And I didn't feel like it was necessary. Yeah. Uh, No, I mean, I do think not that I do it for the wins, but I do think Andrew is going to win. He's, I would say you both have better lists than I do. There's a lot more diversity of, of it. And then I think the fight one is probably going to turn some people I off. Think, I think my list is uh, too wide of a net. <laughs> that, that is often <laughs> the case with your list. Either too wide of a net or just like or a tiny little narrow. needle point. It's way too narrow. Yeah. There's one that was going to be on my list that I left off because I included the fight one. I also will call it my soft six uh, was make some enemies. <laughs> Let's not call because. it <laughs> make enemies <laughs> and fight not. them. Don't no, don't fight them. Just have people that like, yeah, there's a lot of positive influences in your life that are going to inspire you to do good things. Have some negative influences in your life that inspire you to like, 
spite them with your success. But if that's I was, how you I, motivate. That's how you motivate. Yeah, too much. I didn't want there to be too much negativity on my list. And and there's only a few people that I actively like in the back of my head root against. So I didn't want to include it. Fair enough. Yeah. But good, good list all around. I think this ended up being um, honestly a more insightful topic than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was a little bit of a therapy session for all of us. Um, You're welcome. Great, great list from both of you as, as always. Uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you click the like button, comment below which list you like the best or leave your own list. Come up with whatever you want. doesn't have to be, you know, in the same criteria that each of us went with um share with your friends if, if you enjoy the episode same thing for spotify same thing for apple Podcasts, same thing for whatever platform you may be listening on and if you're not already following us on twitter or instagram twitter at list night instagram at list dot night make sure you're following us there too so you can vote each week on your favorite lists and talk shit to us in the comments um you want me to take us out real quick yeah yeah take us out dude oh god what, what, what? list night all right, we will see you next time.